0: It's Pikmin time. I know that y'all love that Pikmin time. And I just realized that the game leading into Pikmin, uh, Mario's Pikcross is also a, what we could call a pick game. Pikcross Pikmin. You, you, You see the humor there, I'm sure. I don't have to explain it. Wouldn't want to explain the joke too much. We're landing back in the forest navel. There's a whole ton of blue Pikmin to plant today or to pick today. Before we can do anything else, really. Um. Once we have picked all the blue Pikmin, I think we're going to put them away. Um. Because we want some. Well, first of all, I think we got to kill that flame pig. So we're going to use Reds to kill the flame pig and then we're going to use some yellows to, um... Actually, we're going to use reds to kill the flame pig, and then we're going to go to the flame corridor and get that part that we left for us to get later. That was 35 blues. Alright, now we have exactly 100 blues in the onions. So... We're going to pull out... Uh, 50 reds seems like a good number Um, And head toward nope stop They just go nuts for that little nectar grass trying to avoid touching it Charge! Get up. Okay, flame pig dead. Uh, No Pikmin lost in the process. Time to go to the flame corridor and collect that part. You had a little Pikmin trip and fall over. Which is like adorable and all, but also. Come on. Get with it. Um. Alright. That part's on its way back. Let's have a quick look. Um. With 25 Pikmin in hand, I think that we can go get that spring on those uh, stick ramps. Because I mean, we need yellow Pikmin to pick up the bomb rocks in that zone, but any Pikmin can pick up the part, so. okay, Yeah. Yeah, it's just enough. Alright. So we're going back to the campsite. We're gonna get yellow Pikmin out of the onion. And hopefully we can maneuver some of these doors. Let's see. Um I'm gonna bring 12 that sounds right. I don't know how many uh, bombs there are, but there's probably not more than 12 Okay, the Libra is back on the rocket ship. Libra. My daughter gave this to me. My late return must have her very worried. I've now recovered 11 out of 30 parts, one more, and the ship's range will be increased. Alright, let's briefly examine where... No, stop that. Let's briefly examine where we would want to go with these. So, there's one boss fight that we don't have to bomb open. And it looks like there's a boss fight that we do have to bomb open and what's worse there's flamethrowers right near the stone wall so that's this is all a nightmare for pikmin but i think that with a trained squad of professional yellows by which i mean twelve flower yellows we can do it But it looks like we all have a bomb now. All right. Done. All right, there's some bugs, but we're just going to keep on running. Oop, the spring is back. By which I mean, I'm sorry, the gravity thingy. We have gravity now. Gravity jumper. This anti-gravity device allows the dolphin to swim gracefully through the sea of stars like a dolphin. I have recovered 12 out of 30 parts, increasing the dolphin's capabilities. My search can now cover a wider area. Oh, and we get an extra. The the dolphin has a little uh, wire antenna thingy that it's wiggling around now, and some of the ship hull has been. Uh... Positioned back into place more properly. All right. All right. All right. So a whole bunch of stuff going on. All right. There we go. I'm gonna throw one bomb. The yellow come back. Throw a bomb. Get away from door. So two bombs. accidentally picked up the wrong type of picking thing. Right? Okay, Alright. Two bombs at once. Oh, he didn't actually drop it. No. All right. Pikmin nearly caught on fire, or rather did catch on fire from the bomb-throwing-maneuver, but... Alright. But by blowing the whistle when they're on fire, you can get them to uh, not be on fire anymore. Alright. We have a part... uh, We have a, a door here which I think we might be able to blast open. Oh no. I'm trying to separate the yellows from the bomb yellows. Oh boy, we dropped six bombs and it just didn't budge. Actually, okay, so we're gonna have, those 12 yellows are gonna start working on the root wall because they can work on it safely. Meanwhile, we're going to go back to base and get more reds. Um, Yeah, we can get a bunch more reds. And then add to the root wall uh, destruction force. Got eighty-eight reds. Oh, there's this many, You gotta kind of wait for me to come all out. All right, everybody, let's go. Okay, don't don't trip over. Yeah. There's so much maneuvering to do here. Ah, here we are. So many little stone gates uh, that get get to work. All right. So we got a hundred red Pikmin or a hundred Pikmin total working on the root gate, and it just barely started collapsing that first time. So that's maybe not the best sign. There's a bunch of bugs. Keep appearing. There's a frog too. Let's have a look inside. Whoa! Okay, so it looks like yellow Pikmin are gonna be used. There's a boss and it's like a really tall mechanical spider, so we're gonna want yellow Pikmin versus that. Um, so we're gonna have to, as soon as this gate comes down, we'll have to put away a lot of our reds. Yeah. And I don't think that we have enough time to... We don't have enough time to fight the boss, I sure don't think, and then get the part back and stuff. So what we're do- gonna do is we're just gonna walk and just kill everything. Because these monsters that keep coming out and threatening us they're not going to threaten us anymore. There's a frog. I'm going to let him approach. And then we're going to swarm him with a hundred Pikmin! Um... And then I guess we'll just take everything back to base. I hope that the yellow Pikmin don't catch on fire. Uh, While carrying things back to base, but I know that they will manage to do it because they're dumb. I think everything's uh, happening as planned. Yeah, yeah. The yellow Pikmin walk right through the fire, right through the fire jets. Ah. <sighs> I wish that Pikmin. Walk just a little bit smarter. Hey, we can get this fire pig corpse. I mean, ultimately, I guess it's okay. Like, we have a lot of yellow pigmen or whatever. It's just a little sad. Stop keep trying to release a water jet, but we don't need them to do that. Uh, We're going to want as many yellows as possible, so we're going to uh, put away these reds and then have yellows. We're going to stop the corpses and pills from going into... Uh, into the red onion and we're gonna have them go into the yellow onion and no why are there any red pikmin in the squad how is it that the one red pikmin yeah there we go Yeah, there we go. This is what we want. Um. Oh my gosh, they're so dumb. They like walk off the cliff away from the um away from the campsite their way back to the campsite. Everyone go behind me and walk up the ramp together. There we are. Okay, all yellows go away, and then all reds go away, and then check the map and see if we have any stragglers. Oh, we do have a straggler. I think I can get to him. We don't have to get him back to the onion, we just have to get him in the squad. All right. All right. We are all safe. There'll be some Pikmin uh, picking to do tomorrow, but that's fine. <laughs> All right. I think we're well on track, friends. This was a this was actually a much better day than I was thinking. I thought that we would get just one part done, but we actually got two parts done. Eight days since impact. I've managed to increase the range of the dolphin. Looking from the dolphin's portal as it launches ever higher into the sky, I see a vast wetland in the deepest parts of the forest. I shall call it the distant spring. I I can begin my exploration of it tomorrow. For now, I must sleep. Well, we lost 12 in battle, um, but we sprouted 57. So our Pikmin population is up to 382. Um, Red, 158. Yellow, 124. Blue, 100. We're going to save that. A fourth level has been unlocked, friends. Uh, parts in area. Let's see. One, two, three. It looks like there's ten parts in that area called the Distant Spring. I. Hmm. We're not going to go to the Distant Spring next time, and I'm going to tell you why. Because while we're kind of. It's more fresh in our mind, we want to finish the Forest naval. Um. And. Yeah, yeah, definitely finish the forest naval. There's two boss fights. Uh, We just cleared all the monsters around the boss fight areas. So if we go back the next day, those monsters will stay dead and we'll have an easy path to get up to the boss. Um, One boss is that mechanical spider. The other boss is some sort of mushroom thing, which I'm sure is gonna be horrible for us. All the bosses in this game are like, nightmarish pikmin and stuff. Um, there's one part to get in the impact site. That's an easy day. Like, you can only get one part that day and then you spend the rest of the day growing a bunch of Pikmin. So, we'll maybe do that after the Forest Navel. Uh, the Forest of Hope has four more parts in it. Most of the parts... Uh, I know at least one of the parts we needed blue Pikmin for... There's another part where you have to build some bridges. You probably also need some blue Pikmin for that. Um, so we'll want to go to the impact site before we go to the Forest of Hope so that we can collect a whole bunch of Pikmin and go to the Forest of Hope equipped as well as possible. We're going to deal with the Distant Spring last. Um, it's a really great area, but I think we want to just... Clear up all the other stuff, and then do the Distance Spring, and then just be able to hit it every single day. um, Until we're done. And with that, I'll see you tomorrow. Is that the sound of Pikmin, friends? I think that's the sound of Pikmin. Day nine. Are you all fans of Day Nine? Uh, day Nine, the the StarCraft commentator Sean Plot. Uh, I'm a big fan of Day Nine. I haven't I haven't watched StarCraft in a while, but I used to. I I was never good at StarCraft, but I used to watch uh, a good amount of Day Nine with his Fun Day Mondays and other commentary. I think he uh, it's great. We're going to the forest naval. Now remember, there's two bosses. Um, we pretty much need to, there's a a spider boss that we need to fight with yellows, and there's a, um, a mushroom boss that I don't know what we fight it with, but we're gonna bring our yellow count to, how about, 80. That sounds fine, right? Oh, that's interesting. When you when you have it, when you have the onion menu open of how many Pikmin you want to move, there's like a spotlight that gets shown onto the little uh, user interface, but the spotlight itself slowly drifts around, uh, just as a, as an interesting graphical effect. I haven't really noticed that before, but it's neat. All right. Um. There's also 9 red Pikmin that are... uh, You have to pick them. I'm going to pick them and then I'm going to put them away. I think that's 9. We have 80 out of 89. Where are the other Pikmin? Is there a Pikmin in the group? Why do we have eighty out of eighty-one Pikmin? Did a did a Pikmin flower get put somewhere? Oh, far away we have a Pikmin uh, Pikmin sprout, like Olimar said would happen sometimes. Um. Okay. Actually. I hate all of you so much they 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 picked they got all the nectar to come out and then like two of them each had each consumed one of the nectar things which is like the opposite of what you want you want as many pikmin to eat each little nectar thing as possible yeah that's it no more nectars here well fine you can all be dumb ah here's another nectar grass Stop
1: it.
0: Okay, so now most of my Pikmin are Flower Pikmin, but trust me, they're still just as dumb as a Baco rocks. Yeah. Like one of the flower Pikmin just tripped and fell over. So, you know, good work! Alright, we're maneuvering in. Okay. We've maneuvered into the base zone. I'm gonna get a Pikmin in hand. Try and get the ba- the boss doesn't appear till you. you walk close enough to the middle and then it just drops on you. Can your boss music. <gasps> there it is! Oh, he already he immediately killed 20. The Pikmin are going for the feet. But the feet are not where it's dangerous. You gotta throw them at the body in the middle. It's like a daddy long legs type robot, where it's got long, spindly legs. Pikmin really love going for this thing's feet, but we need to hit the body. So you gotta throw them. But every time the Pikmin go after the feet, it it makes them not. Okay, okay. Monster destroyed. Well, we lost 30 Pikmin. Not as bad as it could have been. The Guard Satellite. Deep space is filled with dangers. This automated satellite does its part to help guard both me and my spaceship. I'll sleep better at night once this little satellite is back on duty. All right, so uh, the boss zone itself is, as we mentioned before, behind some flamethrowers. So we're gonna we're gonna quickly just dart out of there and avoid. We're not gonna bring the part back to the rocket ship using the yellows, but we are going to approach the second boss. Hmm, throwing pigment on top doesn't seem to do anything. Hmm, I'm not sure how we're supposed to handle this. Oh, it's it's releasing some sort of purple gas. That looks bad. Oh, we just walked them near the bottom. Oh, and then we and then we can th- when it gets damaged on the bottom, it flips over, and then we can throw them on top, and then they're doing all sorts of damage. That's good, that's good. It looks like yellows actually were very fortunate for this battle. Okay. Get away, get away! Get away! It released a purple poison, but we were gone in time. Charge the base, and then it flips over. Everyone come back. And then throw on top. And damage the top. A whole bunch. Or damage the feet, which are upside down in the air. I found the Omega Stabilizer. I absolutely must have this piece if my battered ship is ever to fly straight again. It has steered me through countless deep space storms. That, and it, looks rather cool. Alright. Uh, we got 45 Pikmin in the squad now. Not bad. Um, we're gonna find this Seed pick oh my gosh stop Get up there you dummy. I hate it when they fall off a cliff and you have to go way around to get them back All right now we're gonna try and maneuver up the bridge, and then up the next bridge, and then get inside the base, without losing any members, as frequently happens with the large Pikmin squads. I'm going to put away all these yellows. No. I don't want to throw the yellows, I want to put them all away, please. Alright. And zero pigment in field. Time to bring out 100 reds. And there's plenty of time in the day, it doesn't matter that we don't have any of those doors down. Because we can maneuver all the parts where we need them to go. Uh, just fine. And at the end of the day, we're going to want to have all of our Pikmin picked because we are not going to return to this level. Get, there's a little edge of one of the ramps the Pikmin can get themselves trapped on. Um, let's go to the spider boss fight zone. Yeah, and, and now that we're red Pikmin, the only thing we have to worry about is the fact that Olimar gets himself totally thrashed by fire. Oh my gosh, he's at half hit points. Let's uh, see, we got nine... Okay, now we got 63 Pikmin left in the squad as, they, as the first part and some little pellets all go back. to the other zone. Uh, 34 Pikmin pick up the part and 18 Pikmin pick up the mushroom corpse. Which means we have 8 left in the squad. Oh my gosh, we have a straggler. Let's double check on the map. No other stragglers. In the second Pikmin game, you can actually get upgrades for Olimar. One of the upgrades is a fireproof suit. And uh, I wish I had that fireproof suit right about now. Let's see, so they're gonna maneuver gonna get blocked here, they're gonna go this way. Just trying to go ahead of the rest of the group and make sure that we don't accidentally. Ooh, the fire pig is gonna flamethrower, but that's fine. Let's use these Pikmin to. Hey! First part's back. guard satellite floats, it's not a part on the ship, it's a part that floats near the ship. Guard satellite, this has protected me from space parts many, many times. I've now recovered 13 out of 30 parts. If I can find just 16 more, I should be able to increase my ship's capabilities. So there's one more level we still don't know about. All right, everyone. Stop what you're doing. Kill this flame pig. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, everyone, grab grab a thing and go. Off we go! Come on, there we go. We're off in motion. And the mushroom, the mushroom corpse, uh, the the legs part, the leg stalk part of the mushroom shriveled up, but the the head of the mushroom, sort of the the wide flat top, is uh, so large that it barely fits up the little twig ramp. Alright, I'm not even sure what we're going to do with all this extra time in the day. I guess we'll bring some seed pellets back. Uh, two Pikmin in squad. Guess that means we can try and find two more seed pellets. flower, please just automatically bring in the pellet as well. That would be so much nicer. And we put back another part. This is that, um, fin. Omega Stabilizer. This is the dolphin's fin. It is a little beaten up, but it should still function. I've made great strides in repairing the dolphin. With this, I should be able to fly again, even if I don't recover all 30 parts. I've now recovered 14 out of 30 parts. If I can find just 15 more, I should be able to increase my shape's capabilities. So that's a mild hint, friends. If if you should get to day 30 and have to leave the Earth without obtaining every single part, it's possible to get uh, sort of a medium-grade ending by simply having... I think you need 25. 25 out of the 30 parts are considered necessary. Let's repair the suit um, so that that beeping stops. I've never been a fan of the beeping, maneuvering type sounds. Well, we'll have them get the nectar rocks. Come on, I know there's some nectar in there. Yay, we're leveling up our some of our reds. Wake up. <laughs> it's almost sundown. Hurry up. We got the last two little pellets we're going to get. Um, 100 Pikmin in squad out of 100 Pikmin on the field. I think we can just go to sunset. We don't need to hear it. Countdown from 10 seconds. We have... Uh, looks like over half of them are flower Pikmin, which is good, because we are going to be using some of those red flowers later in the game, even though I don't think we're going to use them immediately. Ha, little frog, you're never going to get our Pikmin. We've kept them safe, today. Nine days since impact. Candy pop buds. When I throw pigment into this flower, they are popped right back out. I have named this very particular bloom the candy pop bud. It's strange. No matter what color pigment I throw in, the ones that pop out match the flower's color. So yeah, we've we've seen these around the map a little bit. Uh, sprouted 60, lost in battle, 35. Lifetime totals, fifty-two, five 522 sprouted. 99 lost in battle, one left behind we got 226 reds, 95 yellows, and 100 blues. Save. So we've seen the candy pop bubs on the map, but we haven't needed to use them yet, so I haven't really remarked upon it. But you throw in a Pikmin of one color, uh, and it sprouts out a seed of another color. I think they work up to, like, five times. So um, the, the levels left are the impact site, the forest of hope, and the distant spring, but as I've said before, I think we're going to want to go to the impact site first. So we'll do that next time. The Struggle to Survive by Aquaraptor. Uh, This is chapter six, Demon Horde. And at the top, there's sort of a note from the author. I have finished my first year of college, which means I have time to update this again. Congratulations to Aquaraptor. I think that this, uh, let's see, this was published August 11th, 2011. So they have finished their first year of college for quite some time. But congratulations nonetheless. Wake up, I heard a faint voice say. I paid it little heed, though. Wake up it said louder. I jolted awake, my eyes struggling to focus on the blue pigment before me. Where, what time of day is it? I asked groggily. Daybreak, he replied. What? I exclaimed as I scrambled to my feet. Where's the danger? What's happening? There is no danger. I tilted my head at him, confused. Then why'd you wake me up so early? Because this is the best time to forage. The creatures that come at night are going to sleep, while those that hunt by day have yet to awaken. I was genuinely baffled. Throughout my whole life, I had never met a Pikmin that didn't willingly sleep through most of the morning. That's why I assumed we'd been under attack or something. "'This is a regular thing for you all?' I asked. "'Absolutely,' he answered. I could tell he was somewhat amused. I looked around. Everyone else was awake, too. My red Pikmin friend looked rather frazzled. "'You didn't sleep that well, did you?' He didn't answer, preferring to let his leer do the talking. "'Let's move out,' said the blue. We did just that. The two yellows flanked the blue— my red friend butt in the rear, and the white and I stayed in the middle. She stole a glance at my friend before turning to me. "'Is he all right?' she whispered. "'He's fine. He just doesn't like this whole we do not need the onion stuff.' "'Oh, well, I'm sure he'll get over it,' she said. "'Say, what color were you when you were born? The oldest of my onions say that all the purples and whites were once different, Pikmin.' "'I don't know,' she muttered. "'What do you mean?' I have no memory of what happened before I was plucked by the orange leader. I've heard other whites speak of how they used to be red, blue, or yellow, but I can't remember anything prior to the point that I was plucked. I'm pretty sure that's normal, her stem drooped slightly. It isn't, I said sheepishly, trying not to sound rude. But maybe someday you'll get your memory back. Maybe, but it's a non-issue to me, she quickly replied, obviously wanting to drop the subject. The next few minutes were quiet. After crossing a branch over a pit, we came to cross some small fallen berries, along with a bunch of sleeping demons. To reach our prize, we would have to navigate around them. Ready? asked the blue. We all nodded. As usual, the blue took the lead. We followed him, treading lightly between the snoring beasts. There must have been around twelve of them, but I wasn't phased, as I had dealt with situations like this before. The others didn't seem to be nervous either. There were two or three instances where we paused because we thought one of the demons might be waking up. But they all turned out to be false alarms. I had always been glad that demons didn't wake easily, unless they were orange demons. A lot of colorful flyers were perched upon the backs of the demons. I had seen them do this plenty of times before, but I never understood why they did it. Did they not fear getting eaten? Soon enough, we reached the berries. Each one of us picked up one of the small fruits and made our way back in the direction from where we came. We were about halfway through the demon's sleeping area when all the flyers suddenly took flight. "'Well, that can't possibly be good,' said the male yellow. "'What's that noise?' I asked. I heard a sound that was similar to the one made by the creature that snatched me all those days ago, only louder. Everyone's stems stiffened in alarm, except my friends and my own. "'Everybody get down and use your berries for cover,' the blue commanded quietly. But forcefully, we did just that, trying to hide underneath the berries that were barely wider than us. I was facing skyward so I could see the creature that was approaching.' It was airborne and very strange-looking in that it had a shell covering its front half, but not its rear half. It was like a backwards version of a red-eyed stabber. Ever seen a red-eyed stabber? the white whispered to me. I would have been amused by her timing if the creature hadn't been hovering nearby. Yeah. This beast is similar, only it flies. Does it launch its mouth, too? I asked. Unfortunately, she... Hush, it might hear us, whispered the female yellow. The blue-eyed stabber slowly hovered over our location. I started to feel incredibly nervous when it paused directly above me, but after a few seconds had passed. I think it's safe to proceed now, said the blue as he pushed his berry aside and stood up. The rest of us followed suit. Let's hurry before anything else happened. Oh no! The blue's eyes shrunk. I turned around and saw why. There was a lone colorful flyer standing vulnerably on a demon, and the blue-eyed stabber was staring directly at it, poised to attack. No! I heard myself shout as the stabber flung its pointy mouth. The flyer fled at the last second, and the appendage missed its mark, instead embedding itself into the demon's back. The beast shrieked in pain and jumped to its feet. The stabber wrenched itself free, ascending lazily as the demon's brethren stirred, alerted by the first one's cry. They moaned lustfully as their eyes locked on to us. You know what to do, the blue said to the white, as he motioned us to follow him. Right, she said as she sprinted away in the other direction. What are you doing, I called after her. Distracting them, she called back. What? My red friend and I exclaimed in unison. She knows what she's doing, said the male yellow. Wouldn't be the first time she's pulled this off, and I doubt it'll be the last. Now let's move, demanded the blue. Reluctantly, we followed them back in the direction of the nest as the demons shifted their attention to the white. At first, I simply ran, but after a short period of time, I began to feel the same way I felt when my friend almost got eaten by crawlers. There was no way I was leaving her behind. I came to a complete stop and looked back. The white was using her speed to skillfully avoid the snapping jaws of the demons who clumsily crashed into the ground around her, obviously groggy from their rude awakening. "'Come on,' I heard the blue say. He noticed that I had stopped following him more quickly than I anticipated he would. "'Go on, I'll catch up,' I replied without looking back. He must have realized that he couldn't change my mind, because all I heard after that was a loud sigh and a bunch of footsteps traveling the other direction, in addition to another set of footsteps approaching in my direction. I still didn't look back. I knew it was my red friend. The white continued to evade the demons, who tried to snap her with increasing ferocity. We have to help her,' I said to him before running in her direction. He said nothing and only followed. In a matter of seconds, I was upon the frantic scene. Wait, hold on. We need to think of a plan for... My friend's voice grew distant as he fell behind. I didn't care. Without even realizing what I was doing, I tackled the leg of a demon that was closing in on the white. It grunted and tried to stomp on me, but I dodged it. What do you think you're doing? She stammered. Helping. You don't have the speed. You're going to die. I grabbed onto the demon's legs as the other homed in on me. If it means saving one of my fellow Pickren, then I wouldn't have it any other way. The white stuttered in response. I sprang from the demon's leg as a second one lunged at me, causing it to topple on its partner. As the two of them collapsed in a heap, three more bared down on me. Everything was happening so quickly that I barely had time to think. Fine, you want to help? Throw me at that one's eye, she commanded. How will that? Just do it, she said curtly. I didn't have time to argue, as it was literally do or die time, so I gripped her stem and chucked her at the closest demon. She ricocheted off its eye, causing it to cry out in pain and shake its head furiously, bumping into the adjacent demons and throwing them off slightly. So this is what she meant by thinking creatively, I thought, as the white scurried back to me. Now's our chance, she said, pulling at my arm. We started running, only to be intercepted yet again. Provoke it into attacking you. I'll handle the rest, she said. I was massively confused by this, but followed her order anyway. I stood before the demon and waved my stem at it until it dove for me. I jumped backwards and hit the dirt. Before I even landed, the white spit up to the monster and stuck her hand into its nostril. It immediately roared in displeasure, exhaling forcefully through its nose as it shakily got to its feet. Let's go, she said. We went as fast as our feet could carry us as the sounds of angry demons filled the forest. It wasn't until we crossed the pit again that we stopped. What did you do to that demon, I asked, genuinely curious. You're aware that white Pikmin contain poison, correct? Yeah. I've seen plenty of my kind get devoured throughout my life, and each time I saw that they would only bleed poison when crushed in the creature's mouth. Based on this, I figured out that the key was pressure. While you were distracting the demon, I squeezed my arm until some poison oozed into my hand, Then I stuck it in the demon's nose, she explained, rubbing the sore spots on her arm. Interesting, I remarked, thinking about the creativity they discussed. There was a brief pause. Did you mean what you said back there? Would you really die for me, she asked. Yeah, you probably would, said my friend as he caught up with us. He sounded chipper for the first time in a while. He's tried to throw his life away from me enough times anyway. What you did just... What you just did is completely and utterly insane, by the way. Says the pickman who gave up the onion just to stay with me, I joked. Giving up the onion wasn't insane of him. He made the right choice, she said. A friend's face contorted slightly, but he didn't break his demeanor. Anyway, thank you for the help, even though I didn't need it, she finished, embracing me with a hug. Don't mention it, I said, patting her on the back. The leader will be upset with me, though, won't he? Yeah. He will, she said.